Thank you for listening to Right Jokes, Wrong Times. Today I was joined by King Quasi. You can follow him on Instagram at King Quasito. This episode was actually filmed after an open mic. It's the first time that I've done like a full-blown live episode. And bear with the wind, I didn't want to do it in the cab of my truck, you know, because COVID and all that shit. So we actually did it standing across from each other on each side of the tailgate. And at the start of the podcast, Joey Smith pulled up. So we started the podcast talking to him about what he was doing. He out here cruising for prostitutes and shit. You're on the wrong street, bro. You think his tastes are as high as prostitutes? I, well, I think he got at least $40. No, I doubt that. Joey, how much money do you have on you right now? Oh, I got a plastic car. So. They take Square? <laughs> they probably have, like, Zelle pay. Hey, you got to take Square to get in this box. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> Write that down. My great value, Mac Miller. <laughs> I told him I love when he tells me jokes because I can hear what it sounds like with Bam Margera bombed every joke. <laughs> Everything he says is like an attempt at a joke. Uh, dude. The whole conversation. Okay, I don't know about you, but I feel awkward as fuck usually doing anything like this. Anything that's out of the ordinary. We're in a parking lot right now. This is the first live podcast I've actually done. I've sold weed before, so I've been in a parking lot doing awkward shit. You sold weed? Past tense. That's all brand new to me. <laughs> like selling it or buying it? I don't know anything about it. Dude, I do, I'm brand new to CBD. Okay, like CBD no, is rocking my life. That's what we call an area, and like you know, in certain urban areas, that's white people shit. <laughs> so yeah, no man, like when I did, it was more like I was kind of like smoking for free because because oh, everybody go. knew I smoked, so I like just bought a lot, like a big quantity. Yeah. And sometimes I would just sell to the people that I knew, and so I get my money back. You know, I make a little money, and I always have some money for more weed. You know, so it was like a vicious cycle, but in a good way. One of my first jobs was Peter Piper Pizza. And that was because I wanted a free pizza every day. I got a free pizza every day. That's a great mindset to have. Yeah. Because you, it's like they tell you don't mix business with pleasure. <laughs> but then you do it and make money. That's because they know. Because the people that told you that, they already mix business with pleasure. They don't want you to have the release of those endorphins. Yeah. They're selfish as fuck. They can't have the business and pleasure like we have it. You're supposed to share the wealth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you think security would shut down my podcast? Well, they're like nobody listens anyway, so they might good. they might want a guest spot yeah, in this no. in this world we live in. They're like, what podcast is this? So, uh, I asked you to think about a joke of yours that you have that works on stage. So, what do you have for me, man? It was like my signature go-to joke was yeah. my hat joke, and it's like me talking about the three different ways a black person wears their hat. It all it's always kind of like a it was like a go-to joke. Wait, so what are the three different ways? Well, you got like. Let me sh- let me show you because I got All a hat right. on. I just happened to have this hat on. I didn't even I didn't even plan to do this. This is crazy. Talk about serendipity. <laughs> All right. So look, there's three different ways you can you can learn a lot. It's kind of like how I tell the joke. You know, the, the first way is like you know okay. to the back black guy. He's pretty cool and like he might have you know like a felony just depending. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he's gonna be like cool, like passive aggressive black guy. You know what I'm saying? Like he's cool. But don't say the wrong shit. You know what I'm saying? Because he's been through some shit. That's why the hat is to the back. He trying to chill. Then you got like like this guy to kind of like to the side. You know, like not quite Flavor Flav, but close. That black guy is cool because he's more like corporate America watches anime. Fast and Furious black guy. He probably wears like Adidas and Saucony and shit like that. So he's cool black guy. But like the black guy you got to watch out for is the guy who kind of wears it like on top of his head like this because this like if he's wearing it kind of like just like sitting on top of his head like somebody just threw that shit on a mannequin like fuck it the mannequins doesn't care you know what i'm saying like yeah. this, it's kind of like sitting on the top of his head so he's wearing it like this it means that in a, in the black culture we haven't worn our hats like this probably since like the 80s 
Okay. So if he's like wearing it like that, that means he just got out of prison <laughs> and he doesn't know. Nobody, he, obviously, someone is scared to tell him. Right. So you got to be careful with that black guy. You know, like when you, if you're walking down the street with that black guy, you see he's got that hat on. This is the part where I tell the, the white people in the audience to pay attention. You know, like if you see this black guy, don't make eye contact. <laughs> don't. You know what I'm saying? Don't make any sudden moves. Like don't try to cross the street. Don't move Just quickly. breathe in and get through it. You know what I'm saying? So okay. So obvious question: Which way do you wear the hat? It just depends. Um, it depends on like my mood. You're feeling sassy. How much I got in my pocket? <laughs> if I got warrants, you know what I'm saying? So because if I got warrants, I'm definitely fresh out of prison. Black guy, like don't fuck with me. Basically, anything for a white dude that's not forwards or backwards is Kevin Federline area. If you go anywhere <laughs> besides completely forward or backwards, now you can't give Kevin Federline that much credit. Like he's a fashion icon. Man. Well, you know, like, I, th- I think with white dudes, it just depends because too much to the front, you look like the police. That's too true. much to the back, you look like the police. I, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's a it's like a weird, you know, like balancing act of like, I guess, like your, your whole demeanor. Yeah. Kind of like what you got on. If you got on some like nice shorts, like khaki shorts. But not like with the pleat in the front, like the flat. You know what I mean? Is it my fault that undercover cops shop where I shop? They have my same taste? I mean, obviously, y'all have something in common. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's the burning desire to have a bunch of V-neck shirts, you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Or to lock people up. You know? I don't know. I'm excited to hear about a joke of yours that you have that didn't work on stage. What do you have for me, man? I had like this joke. It was kind of like I try to be witty yeah. a, little, a little bit. What do you mean you try to be witty? Because you are witty. Well, I, I try to make it translate and not just tell like straight to the point jokes. To make you think of just just a little bit. I got you. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Because, look, i seen this truck. It's sitting over there. It's got the lights on. I'm like, it's not even close to a business. Maybe he's mad that he doesn't have his podcast equipment set up on yeah, his tailgate. Yeah, you know, he could he, be watching. Dueling podcasts. Or maybe they think there was some type of fucking... You remember back in the 80s when communists were a big deal? <laughs> they were like, who are these fuckers in the parking lot? So Maybe we're having, like, the best rap battle ever. <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> what is this, the battle for racial supremacy in the parking <laughs> I joked it didn't work, man. Shit. While you think of it, can I tell you something? Go. I think it's funny that every fucking time I see somebody that is pushing for white supremacy on the news, they are the ugliest looking person that <laughs> could ever try to push for supremacy. They're not even convincing. They're the worst example. Yeah. Like if I was going to follow somebody, yes. it's not going to be you. You know. Like you can't push that you're the supreme race when you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I'm a four. You know what I mean? Hard four too. <laughs> Lost my train of thought about the joke I wanted to talk about. So I, like one of my jokes I used to lead with yeah. was uh, my comedy is cerebral. Right. And like I started off with that joke because I told it one time and I got a good response. It's it's like a 50-50 joke, maybe depending on the room. Some people will right. get it, but sometimes I have to force it a little bit. Like I got to kind of like play with the crowd a little bit because it's long <laughs> and sometimes a little dry, but it's not a joke. Well, like, man, <laughs> it's a joke that I felt like I didn't, I didn't want to use a lot only because I didn't like the response it got as far as consistency. Like I'm in the same boat, right? You're like, I think that kind of works because I've seen it work a couple times, but like, you know, if you need some, like a joke here or there, you're like, okay, let me see if that works on this room because this room's a little funky. That seems like such a smart joke and I don't write smart jokes because I'm stupid. <laughs> like I would imagine I've seen very smart comics get up in a room and like they will kill a smart room. But there are rooms that tend to, in my opinion, tend to come off a little smart where like you almost need one-liner jokes or you talk about being cerebral, right? Or just anything. And like they kind of run with that a lot better some nights than. Well, I, I think too, man, like from my experiences up to this point and just like me as a fan too, 
I, comedy is like food in the sense of everybody have a different taste. Yeah. Certain people have their audience. Right. So if I'm coming to see you're the headliner and I'm coming to see you, I know what I'm getting because I follow you clearly. So right. I know what comedy I'm getting. But if you're maybe like a guest spot or like a feature and you, and people don't know you, you don't maybe always have the luxury of like knowing the room. Right. So some people, what they come for in the experience in the expectation of laughing is different. Some people want to hear witty. Some people want to hear dark. Some people want to interact with you. Some people want you to cuss them out. Some people want you to be vulgar. You know, right. like everybody kind of have their lane. You know, people are different. But sometimes it's just a lot of one specific person in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Man, look, as we as you was talking, the joke I want to talk about, it came to me. Yeah. I remember my phone was like broken. I mean, it was legit broke. So I came up with this joke. It was in my, you know, like the early days because I dropped it and then it was like fucked up. And I was like, OK, well, I'm gonna just, you know, like try to ride out as long as I can. So it's fucked up. I'm on stage and I don't want to be having to fuck with it. So I come up with this joke of why I got to touch it, you know, uh -huh. like while I'm on stage. And the joke worked pretty well up until the point where the thing I had in there was like, I got to touch it. Like, you know, I'm not a Catholic priest or nothing. Oh, Jesus. And then like I would just like lose the rule. <laughs> Dude, yeah. <laughs> like some like maybe one person would laugh how I just laughed. <laughs> like one person and it would be so awkward. But like at that point in time, it would just be like, no, no don't go there. Don't one of the first one. jokes I ever wrote was a Catholic priest joke. You you want to hear it? Go. Why do Catholic priests wear robes? <laughs> because altar boys can hear a zipper a mile out. Oh wow. <laughs> and I told that a couple times and I was like, maybe I don't say that ever. Yeah, again. maybe don't <laughs> don't ever put that one in rotation. Yeah, man, like you you tell the joke and it's just like so they make you feel awkward. Right. Because nobody laughs. That is one of those it's like, oh it's like everyone knows it's true and it's funny because it's true. But people don't want to laugh at like that's not a good look usually to laugh at. But man, I, I think sometimes you tell you might tell a joke that's worked before, right? Yeah. And you're just using it in a different venue in a different crowd. Right. And it doesn't work. And you looking like, fuck is wrong with y'all, man? This shit just worked <laughs> like three days ago. Yeah. Like at least thirty people. <laughs> I can't wait to have that feeling, man, where I could be like, Hey guys, this actually works somewhere else. No. I had man, like my first out of town experience, I told jokes that I had been telling it like bars and shit. Right. And they was not working. Uh, it was like the roughest, probably two two minutes. Damn. I was like, maybe, it, it, and it might not even been two minutes, but I think when you're bombing, it feels like a long ass time, man. Yeah. You know, like that the first joke doesn't hit, yeah. and then maybe you try to ad lib and that doesn't work, and then you're like, well, how about this joke? And they're like, no, fuck that <laughs> joke too. <laughs> All right. Well, let me ask you if you don't mind to wrap up. So, what have you been writing about now? Uh, man, I've been trying to write loosely about what's going on in the world. Right. But not too much about one particular topic. It just in the sense of I know people want to hear about what's well, like my take on what's going on right now. Right. Because I think that's what you want to hear from comics to some degree. Right. Can like, I be honest? That's actually one of my favorite things right now is every comic that I haven't seen in forever. I haven't seen you in a long time on stage like I haven't seen your set. I'm dying to see all these comics that I know because I want to see what's on their mind. That's exactly what you're talking about. I, I think that. Yeah. I think that's what people come to expect from a comic. Right. That they want to they want to hear like your take on shit. Right. But in a humorous way. Yeah. Because they know you're going to be funny when you talk about whatever it is you're talking about. But I, I, I don't want to be cliche. Right. You know, but I also feel like there's certain things I definitely want to discuss. There's certain things I, I like feel like everyone's going to talk about that. So I don't care. Yeah. You know, but some of it is like it's like the world, you know, like so it's almost like talking about 
French fries, and yeah. then and then it's like, well, this other person got a joke about French fries. Well, like, my fuck is French fries. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like everybody, you, do you know what they do to people in Japan over French fries? No, I don't either. But <laughs> I know they're a delicacy over there. It's a delicacy. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure that they're probably like the way we rob people for Jordans over mm-hmm. here. It's probably like that with French fries. They're like, I got to get some potatoes, man. Yeah, I remember when McDonald's went to China. You went to China when McDonald's did. Oh, you know when I was when I was younger in the 80s it was like a big deal to have mcdonald's over there i'm sure you know this mcdonald's overseas is actually much better than here much like better quality right but that being said that's a damn good salesman that sells u.s mcdonald's abroad they're like hey you got to have this in your life and they're like you know what we'll take it no it's look they know that the mcdonald's here is fucked up because we'll allow it they're just like hey you got a good product and people just want to eat mcdonald's because it has the name on it but we're going to make some changes to this shit because this is Europe and that's yeah. what they do. You know, or this is fucking Frankfurt, which I think is still in Europe at some point. Um, but I don't know anything about Europe. I'm just going off the globe at this point. Like, I'm just thinking of a globe. Let me ask you this. And I'm going to plug a podcast that it made me mad when I heard it uh, on something for the people. They were talking about In-N-Out and Thousand Island on burgers. They were talking about Big Macs as well. Thousand Island on burgers for oh. or against against thank you god damn it thank against you. all right like i've eaten a big mac before but i didn't know what that was like you know i was like i, I mean let's let's put it in perspective i was fucking eight years old you know what i'm saying <laughs> so on a big mac i was like eight. oh shit it's a big mac i want to fucking eat a big mac <laughs> and then as i got to probably like 10 11 12 i was like what the fuck is this sauce you know what i'm saying yes. like this doesn't make sense to me and then when i found out what it was that was the end of that this isn't a salad. career. It's yeah. like, no, fuck that shit. I tried in and out I left with the distinct feeling of people will settle. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe I'm trying too hard. You know what I'm saying? Because clearly, the product doesn't have to be that good. And motherfuckers was hyping in and out when it first got. You got to try in and out shit in California. And then I tried that shit, and I was like... <laughs> This is why California is about to fucking break away from America just as a continent. It's about to be its own fucking continent. It's so fucked up over there. You were like, maybe I should get into making burgers and selling burgers. You know, they can do it. I said, man, I'm overthinking life. You know what I'm saying? This shit is not what they told me it was going to be. It was like the fries. You know, they hyping all this shit. Of course you were overthinking it, man. Your comedy is cerebral. Like (laughs) Professor X. Thank you for being on with me, man. Hey, man, I appreciate appreciate you, you, like, you know, making this makeshift. Yeah. Tent outside.